Welcome to The Brand Standard, a podcast that takes the BS out of branding. 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 You'll hear talks on the ins and outs of branding, the must-knows of the branding journey, and overall straight talk about what to expect during the branding process. I'm your host, Chelsea Collins. Let's get started. everyone. I'm back to talk to you about our last unpopular opinion to wrap up our unpopular opinion month. Our topic today is all about photos, more specifically that you should use your own branded photos instead of stock photos. Today, I am going to be joined with a special guest to help me get the point across. Welcome Casey Jade, owner and badass photographer of Casey Jade Photography. She is my first ever guest on this podcast, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Casey Jade is the talent behind my amazing branded photos that I use on my website and social media pages. She makes me look great, and I am so thankful to have her as part of my team when it comes to my business. All right, let's dive in. Casey, introduce yourself to all that are listening. How long have you been in business and why did you decide to get into the photography business? Hi, guys. So happy to be here. I'm so excited to be your first guest, Chels. Woohoo! Yes, and no, we do make an amazing creative team. You and I are so in sync with that. I have had my business since December 2013. And At first, I started, I actually started my business when I was halfway through with my commercial photography degree because I saw so many of my friends graduating and not doing anything with their degrees. And I knew if I spent all of this time and energy on this subject and money, by the way, because anybody who's a hobbyist photographer, y'all got some money in that. You guys have to have a real good day job for that. So I really wanted to put my money where my mouth was, and I started my business halfway through school, and I also had a full-time job as a bartender so that I could build everything up while I was starting my business and trial and error through it. So I got to leave bartending a few years after that and then just go to photography full-time, which has been so amazing, and I'm so grateful. I decided to get into photography, actually, because I was in retail management, and they don't let you go back to school while you are a manager in retail management because you have to have an open availability. So I got out of there, and I found the serving and bartending industry, and I realized that I could go back to school, and I really missed learning. So I sat down with my mom, and I asked her what she thought I should go back to school for because she knows me better than anybody, and she actually said photography, Oh wow! which was... It was mind boggling to me. I was like, why? I was like, I'm too old. Everybody's already there. It's too expensive. I don't know anything. And she's like, (laughs) well, you have all the people skills. You love being creative. She's like, you used to have one of those wind up cameras with the little push flash that you turn into like the one hour photo. I used to have those all the time for summer camp and stuff like that. But I never really dabbled with like film or 35 millimeter or anything like that. But she was right. I literally started college my first day with my first DSLR in a box. I had never even turned on, didn't know how to work the dang thing. I had no idea, but I fell in love with it super fast, especially when I found out that I could help make the people on the other side of my lens comfortable, build up their confidence and help tell their stories. So um, it's been an amazing, amazing journey. That is so awesome. I definitely know for sure because you are great with telling me where to put my hands and your personality just makes it so much easier to 
strike a pose basically. Well, thank you so much for joining me on this topic. It's such a perfect topic for you to help me with because it deals with your trade. I think the one thing that a lot of business owners struggle with is photos. It takes time and it's an investment to get branded photos done. And I think for a quick fix, they buy or use stock photos and then they never change them out for their own branded photos. I myself am guilty of doing this as well, but I have since changed them out all thanks to you. So Casey, why do you think it's important to have your own branded photos rather than do the quick fix and go the stock photo route? Um, I think that you answered this perfectly in one of your posts too, when you do your awesome vocabulary words. Uh, yes, and a I word of the week photo, Wednesday. Word of the week, right. Yep. Uh, when you answered this one perfectly, when you said that they are literally just meant as placeholders and meant to be temporary. And I absolutely love how you worded that because that's exactly what they're meant to be. They're meant to just be placeholders because when you use a stock photo, it's great, but how many other people are you going to see using that same photo, depending on what the context is? So you don't want somebody that wants to invest in you to go to your website and be like, Oh, I saw this photo on so-and-so's website. It kind of devalues you as a professional if you're just using stock photos. And also it doesn't infuse any of your personality or your brand colors. There's no way that you can really have consistency in your branding and you can't infuse any of your personality into stock photos. So I definitely am a proponent of doing your own branded photos because people who are going to work with you need to know, like, and trust you. And that needs to come across through all of your social media, whether it's your website, your Instagram, your LinkedIn, whatever that is, we want to see you. We don't want to see something that's just this cookie cutter coffee cup holding, you know, a laptop thing. Yeah. And that's seen a lot anywhere. I've seen Mm -hmm. it. I've used it, but you could easily use that coffee cup and make it your own because I have a photo with a coffee cup. So you could easily create your own photos and go that route. instead of You should definitely, because a stock photo, like I said before, is just a placeholder Mm -hmm. and it needs to be replaced. Not it, it, you need to not wait before replacing them. Well, and also stock photos, you're going to end up spending a bunch of money on the licensing rights. And if you don't spend money on the licensing rights and you're just using copyrighted material for your purposes, you might get in trouble. Yeah. So you're actually doing a lot better of a job if you make your own. So then you don't have any legal ramifications in the end. Exactly. If you don't understand the licensing rights and what you can use and what you can't use and how you can use the things, because it really does get mucky in the, in the small print. Oh, definitely. I mean, I've even looked at some of those licensing and I'm like, wait, what? Like it's very some confusing. Some of them say for like for personal use and you're like, right. well, what does that mean? You're like, I want to use it on my website. And like, it's right. not like you can just like ask Jeeves or something like there's no like yeah. stock Mr. Little Butler thing. Like, hey, what can I use this for? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it takes the mystery out of it by doing it yourself for sure. Exactly. And we all know that photography and even branding can be considered an investment in business. But for those who might not have the funds just yet and they want to use their own photos, what would be a tip or two that you would give on how to take better photos themselves? Lighting is everything when it comes to photos. So really, really invest in learning about lighting if you're going to try to take your own photos. That's one of the reasons that that's one of the biggest reasons that people invest in photography services is because I went to school for lighting and posing and all the things. So it really is a lot more science that goes behind it. 
than you would think. When I started in photography, I was like, oh, I just push a button, right? No, no, that's not it. There's a ton of science that goes into it. So lighting is huge. You don't want to just have flat light, which means that, so funny, I literally just did the quote fingers. I'm like, none of you can see me. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) You could hear in the voice. It's fine. (laughs) You don't want to have flat light, which means you don't want the photo to be taken in the same direction that the lighting is. So when you have one of those ring lights or the flash that's coming off of your phone, it literally is taking the photo from the exact direction that the lighting is coming. You want the lighting to be coming in from one of the sides so that it rakes across your photo and gives you highlight and shadow values so that it creates depth and interest to the photo. Because in composition, we learned that the eye is more drawn towards converging lines in photos, curves, as well as highlight and shadow values. I know that there is bright and airy photos out there all the time, and there's a lot of that going on right now. And I do love the bright and airy, but when it comes to branding yourself, you do want some intrigue in the photos. You don't want them all to be flat. We only have a certain attention span when it comes to these things with all the input that we're seeing. So if you can stop and make the viewer look at your photo a little bit longer, then it's going to definitely benefit you. And the one of the ways that you can do that is really making the lighting pop the photo. Also separating yourself from the background so that you are the subject of the photo and it's not all about the background or your outfit. We want to know about you. We don't want to be distracted by your outfit or the background. Our eye is drawn to everything that's in focus and also the brightest thing in the image. So if you can make yourself the brightest thing in the image and blur out the rest in like with a portrait mode or something like that, or separate yourself from the background so that the phone kind of automatically does it for you, then that's definitely a huge tip to make sure that it's just centered around you and your personality and whatever you're trying to photograph. Those are all great tips. And I definitely use a portrait setting in my phone almost all the time just because it does kind of blur out the background. And for some reason, I always think it looks better than a normal photo. It does. It because, totally does. And you also have those settings as well for the lighting where it kind of gives you a little bit of a lighting, even though you may not have the lighting. So a portrait mode would always be a good idea, except for you have to be away from it. Like it only says, oh, it's not really the greatest for like a selfie. You kind of kind of need that to be like so far away they're like they're really trying and they really are catching up when it comes to the technology of the cameras but yeah there's a minimum focusing distance when it comes to separating you from the background and that's where that comes from and that does make it really hard which is another plus to having me do them for you exactly (laughs) and I mean I will always go with a photographer because they can see things differently than I can And be able to document your daily life too, in between when you have times of photo shoots. So if you can get anything that's a step up, you know, it's always good to have the tools that you can utilize to make them look more professionally branded than just a regular cell phone photo. Exactly. Exactly. So my take on negative space in photos is that I absolutely love it because it gives you space to put words for marketing purposes while using a branded photo. I know that you use negative space in your photos as well. Now, what are the benefits of using negative space in photos and the different poses for them? I know this firsthand because I have quite a few of these and I actually use one for my podcast cover. So, <laughs> well, it's it's funny because when we when we do branding photo shoots, you have to really think of all of the different ways that you're going to utilize these photos like you would be building a stock photo library for yourself. So, if you're going to be say 
hosting a podcast or coming out with an online class or doing anything that you're going to be marketing. You want some photos where you have this negative space, either like above your hand, like you're motioning, like there's something in your hand, or you could be pointing above you, pointing below you, pointing to the side, making sure that just like when you see in like a magazine on a magazine cover, there's room for that copy and there's room for you to add in whatever you want later. I even love utilizing blank surfaces like a blackboard or a piece of paper or something like that to where you can put in words afterwards, just like you could do in a stock photo. Because if you have a book or a piece of paper that has something on it, yes, it's always going to say that. And that's nice if you wanted a photo of that exact thing. But say you wanted to make something later to where you wanted something that was more versatile and you could swap out the words, having a blank slate like, a blank slate like that that's already your personalized branded stock photo is so good. And you can crop them, you can repurpose them, you can use them for different social media outlets. So shooting with blank space is always really nice because it gives you so many different opportunities to utilize the photo in different ways. Yeah. I mean, I definitely love it because like you said, you can do so much with them and you can utilize them for social media, marketing materials that are printed or a digital email or something like that. And like a newsletter. Blog posts, right? Blog posts, like everything, whatever. Yeah. Well, and the other fun part that you get to do is doing emotions. So (laughs) we go through the entire (laughs) gamut of emotions from frustrated and angry because everybody has to talk about pain points, right? So we're all coming across like, hey, how are we fixing people's pain points? So we want to have some frustrated photos. We Mm -hmm. also want to have some that are like really excited, like, hey, this is what I'm doing. I'm really excited about it. Check it out. Also ones that are more pondering, if you want to have like a thought bubble above your head, the right. whole gamut, even scared, anxious, from, from happy to sad to angry and all in between, you want to have a whole range of emotions in your stock photos. Oh yeah, because you never know who your audience is going to be. And when you're branding, you want to know who that audience is. And if you're working with someone who it might be depression or something like that, having those emotions, they can then relate to it. So a photo Mm -hmm. is a a thousand words and therefore it's a perfect branding tool as well. Absolutely. Well said. (laughs) Okay. So I know personally I've, I've done, well, I'd say one and a half photo shoots with you because I did my headshots with you and then I did a full branding shoot so I kind of know what your process is, but I really want them, those that are listening to know what your process is. So what is the process of your branding shoots and what can people expect when they book a branding shoot with you personally? A lot of my clients, one of their first things is like, well, I don't know how to pose and I don't know what photos I want. And I don't know like, there's so many, I don't knows when it comes to booking a photographer and they think that they book a photographer and then I'm just there to take the photo and they have to do all the creative direction and figure everything out on their own. But that's the beauty is I'm kind of your partner in crime when it comes to branding strategy as well as the photos. So what we do is we set up a storytelling call where we figure out what storylines we're going to hit. So when I say storylines, it means, well, I'm going to have my website launching and I know that I need a hero image for like the top of my website, or I really need an about me for the website, or I'm going to do a blog on the, like why not to use stock photos or why to hire a graphic designer. So all of the storylines we're going to hit, we're going to make a whole list of everything that we want to cover, anything that you're going to come out with during that next quarter, 
storylines if you want to think about social media posts, blog titles, all that. We figure out what locations we want to shoot, what outfits to wear, what props to bring. If we want to include any people in the shoot, we go through literally everything so that we're super intentional and we come up with everything beforehand so that we can get everything together and that we can be, we can have a very tight production schedule on the day of so that we can get as many photos as possible. So you have as many to work with as possible. And one of the biggest tips with that is changing your outfit as many times as you can, because you will be so surprised how quick you're like, well, I just used a photo in this outfit, but I really like this other photo. It's like swap outfits every like five minutes, literally. The more outfits you can bring, the more variety, the more time it's going to look like different days. You want it to look like all these photos were shot on a ton of different days. Because if you just have the same outfit, they're going to be like, oh, well, she's always in that sundress. Why is there that sundress there? Is that part of her branding? I don't even know. What is with this? And she always has these one, this bang right here. So if you, you know, just swapping out your look in any way, just from swapping out accessories, throwing your hair up in a, a ponytail for some, putting on a different necklace, putting on a different watch, you know, like anything that you can do, turn, changing your lip color. You know, that's what we figure out on the storytelling call so that you rest assured that we are going to cover everything that you're going to need in the branding and that you don't have to come up with it yourself. I am your creative storytelling partner in crime. Yeah. And one thing that I would add going through this personally is get as much sleep as possible because you never would even think that doing a branding shoot would be exhausting, but Well, I mean, technically we went to three different venues as well as changing different outfits, but like midway in, I was so tired. I was like, I need a break. And so that we literally took like a talk break. We were like, you know, and like, she didn't even have to say anything. I was like, you know, I feel like we're just gonna, we need just like a little, like a refresh. Like, so that, that little break after Samba Latte was perfect for me because then I was energized. I got to eat a little bit of something. So taking those breaks, pack snacks, always pack snacks. If you're not going to go to locations that have food, always pack snacks. Yeah. Hydrate. And if you're going to be wearing all fancy shoes, bring walking shoes. Yes. I lived in my flip-flops until I had to get into Mm -hmm. my heels. So yeah, nobody's ever going to know you were just wearing flip-flops. All right. Bring these shoes. Yes, definitely. You're not trying to prove anything to anybody. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I was only in my heels for when the photos was going. And then if the camera was gone, I put my flip-flops on because walking and it was just very exhausting. But at the end of the day, your magic made it happen. And your personality kind of helped me to kind of have a little pep in my step. So definitely like take a break if you need to, but well, and I actually have a question for you too. So like just a little bit. So when you were like, I know that it's so nerve wracking for people to be on camera. Did you kind of forget that you were on camera for parts of it? Because that's really what I try to aim to do. Cause I hate being on camera too. So I kind of just try to make it feel like we're just having a fun conversation and moving around and really incorporating movement instead of making it super posy because we don't want that. No. And I'm more of the candid type of Mm -hmm. posing anyways, but yeah, I mean, I think having my headshots done was a nice little kind of like teaser into what working with you would be like. Mm -hmm. So when it was brand shoot day, it was so much easier. Like I felt very comfortable. Part of that also was that I had my makeup professionally done 
which helps everything look flawless in a photo anyways. Um, but yeah, so having that kind of boosted my confidence and then working with you because of your personality, it was just easy because if you didn't like something or if there was like a, a glare or something, we moved to where we needed to go and just utilizing all the different venues that we did, um, was a great first run with my photo shoot and the photos just were perfect. Like you've seen them on my Instagram. So they're starting to come out. And for a long time, I just didn't want to show anybody. Cause I was like, no, I can't show anybody yet. Like I have to have that hype. But then I was like, I can't stand anymore. I want to show everybody everything. So, mm-hmm. but having, oh, and I love like, what you said about the, having your, having your hair and makeup professionally done. I absolutely yeah. love that you said that because it really does help you feel like you are putting your best foot forward. And you just always want to make sure that if you do get your hair and makeup done, that you're just having it done that looks still like you, but just slightly elevated. We don't want you to look like, like you're going out on a night on the town if that's never how you show up, right? If that's always how you show up and people see you and that's how they meet you and that's how they work with you, that's fine. But we always want you to look like yourself. We don't want you to look like you've never looked before. And they did a fantastic job of that. You looked exactly like yourself, but just flawless and a little bit elevated. It was beautiful. They did a great job. Yeah. And like for my hair, like I normally have it straight and down. And so normally I would have them curled for like my photos, but I figured that with this being a branding shoot, my hair is usually just flat and straight because I literally cannot curl my own hair. Like I've tried, can't do it. So I figured that that is how I show up to my clients whenever I'm meeting with them. And I usually, the only other thing that I did for my makeup was just put eyeshadow on and it was very light. So it wasn't, like you said, it was, it was still me just a little bit elevated for the shoot itself. So and that's a good thing about makeup artists is they understand how to do like your foundation and stuff for photo right. shoots because they've been trained on it. And like, we haven't, I'm like, I can't do my own face. I got to have somebody else do it. It's just like, yeah. Hey, photographers need photographers. Coaches need coaches. Makeup artists okay. need makeup artists. Like we all need help each other and our creative team. It takes a village. It does. We have a great village. We do. <laughs> okay. So now some of my audience may not be a Las Vegas local. And so they may be wondering if you are willing to travel to them for a branding photo shoot. Is this something that you do? And how does that work? Absolutely. I love traveling for clients. I just got the opportunity to go fly out to Washington, D.C. a few weeks ago to go work with a client out there. And it was so much fun. The only difference in that would be that I wouldn't be able to really help suggesting locations if I haven't been there yet. So we kind of walk through more visually and really are intentional with where we're going to shoot. And I really need help with that on the other end from the client, which is nice. So they can show me, Hey, I think this would be good. And then we can totally work on it. And everything came out so beautifully. And I got to walk around DC with her and it was so much fun. So yes, definitely. I travel. It's just, yeah, the travel expenses. So if you want to fly me out there and put me in an Airbnb for a night, I'm totally down for that. If you got room on your couch, I'm totally down for that too. I don't take up a lot of space. <laughs> and trust me, she's yeah, awesome. Yeah. She would be so fun to host at your house anyways, because I totally would do it. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, we'd have so much fun. Yeah, no, but 
it was funny because she actually wrote that in her review. She said that, you know, I was just starting out my business. And when I talked to Casey, I was referred to her by a coach of mine. And she was like, you know, when I looked at how much it was going to be for everything, she was kind of overthinking it and saying, I don't know if I need to do this in my business right now. And then afterwards, she said that, you know, she has worked with a few photographers that she didn't really get a lot of good photos from because they didn't really bring out her personality. And she has some things that she's kind of self-conscious about that she wanted to make sure that we, you know, didn't get. So she said that every photo was her to a T and she said that she would have spent double and all this stuff. And I was like, dang, that's so cool. So it really speaks to the value of that, which I'm super happy. I feel like it's a superpower that I've been honing for years with all of my other experiences. So it's not just a photograph. It's really the experience. Um, and I'm totally, totally down to go anywhere. If I can drive it, I'm in Vegas. So like I just drove to Moab seven and a half hours. So if I can drive it, I'll drive it. If it's easier to fly, I'll fly, but whatever the easiest way to get me to work with you, I'm totally in. And I will always make, uh, I will always make an effort to make it easy on you financially. Yeah. And I mean, I said the same thing when it came to photography. Like I knew that I needed to get it done. I knew that it was going to be an investment, but after just going through my headshots, just my headshots, I had already known that I was like, okay, I will pay Casey, whatever she says, because (laughs) I want to work with her. Like you are almost working with you is very contagious because once you work with you once you don't want to stop. We want to continuously be around you. So it's one of those things where it's like, oh my gosh, do you need a best friend? Cause I will totally be your new best friend. Like, so having that connection with a photographer is, is hands down amazing because then it doesn't feel like it's a photographer and a client. It's more like two friends and the photographer, you is just capturing those candid moments. And it just makes it that much easier and better when you're working with someone that you have a connection with. And it's the same thing when you go to a hairstylist, you don't want to just sit yeah. there the whole time and not have a conversation. You want to really connect with that person. So I understand that I'm not for everybody and I'm totally fine with that. All the people who do gravitate towards my personality and who I do make feel comfortable, I know they're going to come towards me. So, and yeah. I absolutely love that. I know you are totally one of my new besties, Chelsea, you know that. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> but yeah, this has been so good. I'm so excited that you are my first ever podcast guest. And this, when I was writing out this topic, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to see if Casey can come on and, and help me get the point across about using a branded photo shoot rather than just buying stock because you can customize it to your own brand. And it's so important to put you, like you said, people want to like, know, and trust you. And you won't be able to do that without your own face and your own branded photography on your website, on your social media. So thank you. Know, when you know what I figured that out? I figured that out because the past two years, even though I'm a photographer, right? The past two right. years for my Instagram on my top nine, they were all pictures of me. So yep. I figured out that really quickly that people wanted more of me and to know what I was doing behind the scenes and to learn more about me and that they did really like my photography, but they were a lot more engaged when I was posting stuff about me. So well, yeah, because they, they want to really know who you are. Mm-hmm and get an idea of who is taking the photos, who is Casey Jade and all that kind of stuff. Because I, I was the same way. I loved seeing posts that were about you, what you were doing, your stories and seeing your photography, which is gorgeous, 
but being able to see not only your talent, but also the owner and behind the lens. So it's pretty cool. I love that. Thanks, Chell. Of course. Well, thank you so much for joining me. For those that are listening, I will be back for another episode next Wednesday. Talk then. Bye.